Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. We are back with another For You Friday episode, another solo episode. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking all about taking control of your own life and kind of just being a little bit selfish and how self-care isn't selfish and how you're allowed to put yourself first sometimes. And you don't have to feel guilty to compliment yourself and feel guilty to celebrate your accomplishments. Because I feel like a lot of the time in life, We feel guilty if we put ourselves first or we feel guilty if we say no to someone, even if it's going to make them a little bit less happy. So in my last solo episode that was posted last Friday, I posted an episode called You Are Not the Main Character in Everybody's Story. And I was basically just talking about how you're the main character in your own story, but that doesn't mean other people are going to put you first in their life. That's something that you kind of just have to do and you have to expect other people to do for themselves. And I figured in today's episode, I would talk about being the main character in your own life taking control, being selfish, and just showing you that you're allowed to put yourself first. And just because you put yourself first does not mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're conceited and it doesn't mean you're selfish. Um, so I wanted to answer a few things that I saw on Instagram that you guys asked me, whether it was through Instagram DM, I posted on Instagram this week, just saying, you know, ask me questions for Friday's episode. So these are a lot of the questions that I got. I do try to get to a lot of questions. I think next Friday's episode is going to be about fitness and working out because I realized a lot of my questions were about that. And I feel like it makes sense just because we are towards the end of February and I feel like you make your resolutions for January. So it's like, are you still keeping up with it? Are you kind of giving up on it? Why are you giving up on it? So next solo episode next week will be all about fitness and working out and all those types of questions. So definitely stay tuned for that. But I'm really, really excited to be uploading this episode today because I feel like it just is super important to talk about these things and to know that you're not alone in the way that you feel and the situations that you're going through, other people are also going through. So the first advice I got asked is how to not let negative energy affect us. The people around you are constantly gossiping, rude, they're always in a bad mood, or maybe bad things happen to you all the time. And it's just a big negative ball of energy that you're waking up to every single day. When it comes to having negative people in your life, I feel like it's very difficult for you to not be negative. You know, it's like if you're around people who gossip or people who love drama, you're going to feed into it. You're going to feed into it because you're not if you don't, you're just not going to really be involved with those people. There's a quote that says, if you're the smartest person in the room, find another room because you should always be around people who are uplifting you, not people who are letting you stay constant. So an example that I use, and this isn't necessarily negativity, but it has a lot to do with just showing how the people around you affect who you are. As much as you say, no, 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 I'm, I'm my own person. I'll never be like those people. I'll never stoop to their level, et cetera. As much as you say that, naturally, you're going to be affected by the way that they act. So an example that I use in my personal life is when I was in high school, And when I was in my first year of college, my freshman year of college, I went to this in-state school and in high school, I felt like I was just always on top of things. I was always on top of my resume and my LinkedIn and looking for internships. I had an internship right out of high school. I was just always kind of up on my experiences. I was always trying to do more. I always just had a hard work ethic growing up. So in high school and in my first year of college, I was just on top of everything. And I realized that the people around me weren't, and it's normal because you're around high schoolers and high school and high schoolers aren't focused on internships. And I totally understand that some are obviously, but some aren't. So my freshman year of college, I felt so ahead of the game, right? Not in a conceited way, but ahead of the game where I was like, wow, like, and not in a way that, oh, I'm better than everyone else, but 
this is kind of just my point of like proving how things shift your mind and how the people around you shift your mind. The people around me, my freshman year of college that I was friends with had never had an internship before. They didn't have a LinkedIn account. They didn't have a resume. They didn't have these things. So it made me feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so much and I'm doing such an amazing job and I'm proud of myself and I'm so successful. Like I'm on top of everything. Like, and it just makes you think like, oh, I'm already at the top. I can kind of stop where I am a little bit. You know, you could kind of slow down because you're seeing that you're doing a lot more already than the people around you. Then my sophomore year of high school, I went to school in the city. I went to school in New York and I was in, you know, encountering different people, really, really different people, people who were a hundred times more hardworking than I was. And I remember just being surrounded by people who had like two or three more internships than me at way better companies than me, or had these job opportunities and job offers. And I just remember being like, what is going on? Like, I've never met anyone my age who's as hardworking as me. And now I find people who are more hardworking than me. And it's like, wait, I'm being surrounded by these people now. So it was like, when I started to be surrounded by people who are more hardworking than me, it made me want to do more. But when you're surrounded by people who are less hardworking than you, it makes you want to do less because you think what you're doing is enough. The same thing comes with negative and positive energy. If you're around people who are always positive, you're going to feel a little bit guilty being negative because you're going to be like, I don't want to kill everybody's mood. Everyone here is so happy. Why am I going to kill them with my mood? And it makes you, you know, their energy is contagious. So it makes you positive and it makes you happy to be around these positive, happy people. So when it comes to being in a room of positive people, you can't help but to be happy with those people. But if you're in a room with a bunch of negative people who only gossip and talk about drama and only talk about the negative things in life and are kind of just like moody and on their phone and have an attitude, you're going to also get those habits and those traits. And that's how you're going to kind of act right back to them. So it's kind of just around when you're surrounded by the right people, you're going to their energy is going to shut on you and you're going to turn into that. And it takes a lot to be the person to initiate that energy. You know, it takes a lot for you to be the only positive person in a negative room that comes with a lot of self-growth that comes with a lot of self-confidence, a lot of self-assurance. And I'm not saying that it's not there or that it can't be there, but when you're the only one not on the same wavelength as the people around you, it affects the people around you and it affects you. So I feel like when it comes to being around people who are negative, you kind of just need to evaluate what you value in a friendship. Do you want to be friends with people who are constantly gossiping about others? Do you want to be friends with people who you hang out with and you go home feeling drained? If you're hanging out with people and you go home and you're like, I feel drained from like entertaining the situation I was just in then you're not around the most positive people and you're not around people who are making you want to become a better version of yourself. I talk a lot about having supportive relationships or friendships in your life. And that doesn't necessarily mean people are going to support your every single move and every single person in your life wants you to be the best version of yourself because that's just not that realistic. But you have friends for different purposes. You have your class friends that help you out with classwork and that you can study with. You have your gym friend that you can work out with. You know, you have your like core best, best friends. You have a bunch of different friendships with different people. So I think you need to evaluate your friendship with the people who are being negative. But like I said, the people you surround yourself with are so, so important, especially in your 20s and going into your 20s always in your life. But I think especially during those points, because those are kind of your growing points. And they're the, they're the points where you realize what you really prioritize in your life and what the people around you, you want to be around people who are hardworking and driven and goal oriented. Like 
when I'm, I have like a friend who's so goal goal oriented with school and just has such a hardworking school ethic. And that was always something I lacked was a work ethic with school. I don't know what it was, but I always grew up having goals and, you know, dreams to do specific things in this world. And I always talked about it. And I, that was all I wanted. I always worked towards it. I was always on top of my internships. I was always starting a side hustle, but when it came to school, I never had the motivation for it. And my best friend is so motivated with school and just so intelligent that it sheds off on you when you're in the same room as this person and they're grinding out and they're doing their homework. You want to do the same exact thing because their energy of them doing that is portraying onto you. And it makes you want to do that. If you're in a room with someone who's just sitting on their phone and not doing homework, you're not going to be as motivated to like have that motivation to do your work, but being around people who are hardworking and have that hard work ethic is going to make you want to be the same way. So having people like that in your life are going to help you grow. Even if their intentions aren't always telling you that, or maybe they don't even know they're making you feel that way. But I think that if your friends are super negative, I'm kind of going on a tangent around it, but I think that it's such an important part. Important part of your story is who you're surrounded by. So I just think that if you are around your friends and they are very negative, try to kind of stray away from it, you know, and you're going to eventually be guided to people who are more suit for your life. We outgrow people. And I think it could be a hard pill to swallow that the people that we're so close with are also people we can outgrow, but people grow at different times in their life and they grow at different paces. And it's super, super normal to feel like you're drifting away from people or that people don't have the same energy or attitude as you. Like when I was in high school, I was a lot more of a negative person. I was a lot less happy with myself, just not in a good place with myself. And it showed with the people that I was surrounded by. And now I'm in such a good place with myself. And I only surround myself with people who make me feel good about myself, people who make me feel happy and appreciated and cared for. So it's all about growing. I'm, you know, when I was in my teen years, I was around people that I didn't really care how they made me feel because I wasn't happy with myself. And now that I'm so happy with myself, I evaluate who I allow into my life and who I allow into my circle. The next thing is what do you do to push back when life gets hard? Constant bad news, kind of just waking up and getting out of that negative mindset, fighting with your intuition. So bad days suck, right? A bad day isn't a bad life, which is a big quote, but obviously there are some things that happen in our life that don't just affect one day, right? It's something that's going to come to you for this next few weeks or the next few months or the next few years, you know? Life can be really hard sometimes. And a lot of the time when I'm answering these questions and I think of hard times, I think of maybe, you know, a relationship, a negative relationship with food or a breakup or falling out with a friend or failing a class in school or not getting the job you wanted. You know, these are a lot of the problems that I get in my DMs. And these are problems. These are problems. If it makes you upset, your feelings are validated. And these are problems and normal emotions to feel. But obviously there are bigger things in life that happen. So before I answer this question, I want everyone to know that I'm not referring to big tragedies that happen in life. You know, I'm not talking about the passing of a family member or something like a surgery that you had to go through or a really harsh condition that you had to go through. That's not what I'm referring to when I say, oh, you got bad news, like wake up and get over it. No, because that's different. And that's something that's deeper than something I can talk about or I can explain. So when I do get questions about bad news and bad days, I'm more talking about 
finding out that you failed your exam or your boyfriend broke up with you, or it's one of those mornings where you woke up and your coffee spilled and your vitamins are all over the floor and your car didn't start, you know, all those things. That's what I'm talking about. So I wanted to put that disclaimer out there because I just want you guys to know that it's different to have a strong mindset on first world problems and on things that affect your day. And it's harder to have this mindset on things that affect the rest of your life. So that's just a little disclaimer I wanted to put out there before answering this question, but going back to the question and answering it. So I feel like this, I'm going to give an example of what happened to me just a few days ago, because honestly, sometimes I feel like my life is just like, it's a joke. Like, I'm like, this is not happening. Like, there's no way that just happened. That's not real. Right. And you like, try to be positive. You really, really try. So I remember this day I woke up and I had an 8am for class and I was really, really proud of myself because I woke up and I was ready on time and I was actually ready earlier than I had to be. So I was like, I can go to Starbucks before class. That's the best news ever being able to fit in a Starbucks drive through run before class is the best. So I'm like, this is awesome. I can go to class before I go to, I mean, I can go to Starbucks before I go to class before my 8am. So I, you know, got ready, got to my car, drove to Starbucks and I was in such a good mood. I felt like put together. I like just felt super like clean and I was in a good mood. I was ready for class. I get to class, I get to Starbucks and it wasn't a drive-through. So I had to go in and pick up my order. I did like a mobile order. So whenever I do mobile orders, I'm in and out of Starbucks, like super, super fast. So I always just like leave my phone and everything in the car. And I just grab my key, turn off my car, grab my coffee, come back, shut off my car. And that's it. So I grab my coffee. I'm walking back to my car and I start pressing the unlock button on my key and my car's not unlocking. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, why is it my car? And it was freezing out, which just adds to having a nice coffee in your hand. It's just so cold out. And my jacket was in my car, everything. My phone was in my car. And I'm like, why isn't my car door unlocking right now? Like I'm trying to get into my house. I'm trying to get into my car so I can drive to class. And I hate getting to this class late because it's like a class where the seats do not match up to the students. Like there's like 30 seats and like 34 students. So if you get there late, you're just not sitting on a chair. You're standing up probably, or you're like sitting in like one of those like broken chairs in the back that don't have a desk attached to them. So I'm freaking out now because I'm like, okay, my phone's in there. All I have is my key that's not unlocking my door. And I realize, okay, my key battery is dead. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, I have key batteries in my car. So all I have to do is get into my car, change the battery, you know, and go to class. So I had to like pick the lock to my car, not pick the lock, but I had to like take the, you know, key out of the key and then put it. It's a long story, but I had to get into the car. The alarm starts going off my car alarm, obviously, because it was opened in a very weird way. So my car alarm starts going off, but I got into my car and I'm looking for these key batteries. I'm like, I know I put them in there. They are not there. So the key batteries aren't there. I had to call my dad and I had to get him to bring me the spare key. Brings me the spare key, but it takes another like 25 minutes. So I ended up going to class 45 minutes late. And I remember, obviously I'm, st- I'm standing in the back. I don't even have a chair. I had someone like stand up for me to sit, but I was like, wow, that was a bad morning. But you know what? I had a good morning before that moment. So I'm just going to keep going. Like, I'm just going to keep that my positive mindset and just, I'm going to expect the best for my day. And that's, what's going to help that day. I remember it's just like a million things like happened. Like I forgot my iced coffee, that Starbucks that I went for, I forgot it in class. So I like walked and I left class and I realized it was in that classroom. And I was like, I'm not walking back for it. I'm so far away now. I have a full venti $8 drink in that classroom. And it was just like a million things were happening. I came home to record an episode. I recorded the same episode twice 
it didn't go through each time, like each time it did not go through. I don't know what was happening with the software I was using or the mic I was using, but that didn't work out. So now I didn't have like an episode to edit and I didn't want to record it a third time. It was just like a million things were happening. My back was hurting. It was just so much. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm thinking I'm, I'm waiting for the positive. So why am I still getting negatives? Cause you know, people say, and this was the exact advice I was going to give you. And this is probably what you expected to hear when you asked this question. I just kept thinking to myself, if you wake up and you expect bad things to happen, bad things will continue to happen because you're attracting that energy. But if bad things happen to me and I kept keep thinking to myself, no, 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 the positive will happen. And I start attracting the positive energy, positive things will happen to me. So I just kept thinking to myself, positive things are going to happen. Positive things. But for some reason, the negative kept happening. And I was like, how am I supposed to turn this around? Like, how am I supposed to turn this negative into a positive? Like, I can't change my mind anymore. Like, I can't change my mood anymore. I feel like I'm just stuck in this like reverse thing of negative things happening to me all day. And yes, life could be worse and things aren't that serious. But at the end of the day, in the moment, those things are going to bother you and aggravate you. You're hungry, you're tired, you're going to be more aggravated with just everything happening in your life. And that's where I was at. And I just kept thinking to myself, I'm expecting the positive. So why is nothing turning out my way? You know, I'm trying my best to keep a positive mindset, but nothing is working out. And it just made me realize it's okay to have bad days. You know, it's okay to have days where all you get is bad news. It's okay to have a day where you wake up and you see that your exam grade is a 60 and you overslept and didn't get to class and your car ran out of gas on the highway. So, you you know, like it's okay because you can't have bad days without the good days. If you had a good day every single day, you wouldn't appreciate them because they would just be something you have. It's like when you, you can like, you know, swallow without your throat hurting. And then all of a sudden you're sick and you can't breathe through your nose anymore or swallow or anything without your throat hurting. It's like, wow, I didn't appreciate how much I like could breathe through my nose because it got taken away from you. And that just makes you realize if every single day was perfect and good and amazing, number one, there would be no questions or excitement in your life. And number two, you wouldn't appreciate those good days because it would just be a normal thing that happens, you know? So I think it just made me realize as much as you want to wake up and as much as you should wake up and have that positive mindset and that positive energy that it's going to be a good day and good things are going to happen. I still think you should do that every single day. But even if you do that and you get a bad day or you get bad news or negative things happen and come up in your path, that doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't working. It doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't worth it, you know, because it's okay. And it's normal to have bad days. And I think that having bad days are really the only thing that makes you grow, you know, because when you have a bad day, you're not expecting what's happened happening to you. So you're stepping out of that comfort zone to solve it and to deal with those emotions and to kind of figure out a solution. And you're growing in those ways, even if it's something so stupid and so small, like changing your car battery, you know, things like that happen and things like that can mess up our days and put us in a bad mood, but we can't let it affect the rest of our day or affect the rest of our life because those aren't problems that should have the power over us. They shouldn't hold that much power on us. Things like that are going to upset us and you're going to get bad news sometimes, but it's okay to have a bad day and to get bad news sometimes because just keep expecting the positive, you know, keep waiting for the positive to come around because I promise that it's there, even if it's not coming that day. The next thing I got is how to stop sabotaging yourself in relationships. I push away everyone who is good for me. We do this because we don't think we deserve anything good in our lives. And I know that sounds a little bit deep because it is deep, 
But that's why we sabotage ourselves in relationships. We see things getting good and we're like, I don't deserve this. Like, why would, why do I deserve someone who treats me so well? So we start pushing them away. Cause we're like, it's kind of too good to be true. And I'm not used to being treated this well. So I'm just going to push it away. So I don't have to deal with it. You have to realize that there are people out there who have your best intentions at heart. And that's a hard thing to like, that's a hard thing to believe. Like, it's hard for you to believe that someone out there wants the best for you. I get it. Like, trust me, I know. And sometimes when you think about it, you're like, wait, this person actually does love me and wants the best for me. Like, why? Like, what did I do to deserve such an amazing person like that in my life? And it's because we feel guilty because we're like, I don't think I'm good enough of a person where I deserve this significant other in my life. And I think we all kind of go through that in our relationships or in our friendships where we just feel like we're not good enough for the people around us. So I feel like sabotaging yourself in a relationship, it roots from thinking you don't deserve that person or thinking you deserve the happiness that they bring you. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's okay to want things for yourself. It's okay for someone else to make you feel good. You deserve that. And if you just sit down and you stop like thinking to yourself that you don't deserve this goodness in your life, you will never get it because you will sabotage it so much that you will push that person away. And then we accept the love we think we deserve, right? You're going to accept someone who gives you the bare minimum because you're going to think it's what you deserve. So when it comes to these situations, if you're in a relationship and you feel like this person is so good for you and so amazing, but you're like, why do I want to push them away? Just because they're so amazing. Like, why don't I want this? Even though I should want this. At the end of the day, it could be the wrong person, right? If you're not in love with this person, that's a different story. But if you're in love with this person and they're treating you well, but you're like, I don't deserve it. You need to have a talk with yourself and you need to love yourself. And this is why they say love yourself before, you know, you get into a relationship because the way that you love yourself is how others will love you. Um, And if you don't love yourself enough, you're not going to know what you deserve. So the biggest thing with not pushing people away in a relationship is realizing what you deserve and just, you know, no risk, no reward. You have to open your heart up and let people in there. And I know it sucks to get hurt. I get it. No one likes getting hurt. No one goes into a relationship thinking they're going to get hurt. You know, those things don't happen. We don't expect those things, but sometimes they happen, but guess what? Sometimes they don't. And sometimes you do get your happy ending and we never look at that side. We never see that side in relationships. We never go into a relationship thinking the whole entire time, this person is going to want to spend the rest of their life with me. We always have that little doubt in our head. When we get into a fight with this person, we're like, they're going to break up with me. You know, if this person's giving us a slightly different attitude, we're like, no, 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 they're leaving me. They don't want me anymore. I'm, they're bored of me. They don't, they have feelings for someone else. We sabotage things in our own head and you just need to think of what you deserve. And unless you love yourself and you respect yourself and you value yourself, you will not know what you deserve. So you need to kind of put yourself in that position of what, what do you love about yourself? What do you offer in a relationship? What's something that you do that you're like, I wish someone would do that for me because that is an amazing trait that I have that I want to know someone in my life with that same trait. We feel embarrassed to answer these questions about ourselves when we shouldn't be because it's okay to be proud of yourself and to be proud of who you are. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to walk around like this cocky, you know, person who's super conceited and narcissistic. It just means you can keep those thoughts inside your head. And I promise you, 
once you know what you deserve out of this life, you will not settle for less and you will not sabotage the relationship once you get what you deserve, you know, because you're just going to think everything's falling into place. Like I'm happy and this person's treating me how they should be treating me. It's not going to be, oh my God, I can't believe he did this for me. It's going to be, yeah, as he should, you know, always be thankful and grateful and appreciate the person that you're with when they do amazing things for you. But don't think that they're doing it because they have to, you know, it's like, that's what you deserve. So they're doing it because you're a person who deserves that. And it took me a while to learn that too. Like there's been many times where, I'll thank my boyfriend for doing things. And he's like, why are you thanking me for that? Like, obviously I'm going to do that. And it's because we don't think that we deserve the amazing things or amazing way people treat us. But I promise you, once you start to love yourself and appreciate yourself, you're going to know what you deserve and you'll never, ever, ever settle for less. The next thing I got is how to deal with colleagues making plans without you. I feel left out slash awkward at work. I think everyone goes through this in some type of like area in their life, whether it's at school or at work or, you know, wherever it might be. This I kind of talk about in my last main character episode, just because I feel like sometimes we realize that it's okay that people don't think about us. And I know that sounds kind of sad and kind of like, what do you mean? Like, why, why should I be okay with the fact that my colleagues aren't inviting me out? Like, it's going to suck to be the only person in the office that's not included in the brunch that they're going to, right? If you're close enough with one of your employees where you can say something to them and be like, Hey, like I saw you guys went out to lunch, you know, like no one told me about it. Like, I didn't know you guys were going. If you're close enough with one of your employees to say that I a hundred percent think you should say that. I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying that. Um, I feel like if you're close enough with one of them, that's actually a good thing to do because some people don't realize that they're leaving you out. And some people don't realize that you want to be invited. So I think saying something to someone that you're kind of closer with in the group can really, really help you kind of just get your feelings out without making like making it like a big deal. I talked about this, like I said, in my last solo episode a little bit more, but at the end of the day, some people just don't think and don't realize what they're doing. You know, they don't realize how they're making other people feel. And they don't realize that the way that they're acting or the way that they talk might hurt people or affect people in a negative way. So you kind of just have to not think of yourself and think that you're the problem in those situations because you're not. Some people really are just so kind of absorbed in their own life that they're not thinking of you. And that's okay. And that's a hard pill to swallow, especially if you're the only person that's kind of being left out. But it's also okay to not be in every single group. And I think that this is a hard thing to learn. And I've definitely had to learn it myself, especially as a girl. I feel like this happens pretty common to a lot of girls, especially just because girls have their own groups and, you know, those core hangout people and all that stuff. But you just have to realize, and this goes back to my last question too, you know what you deserve, not just in a relationship, but in friendships too. You're allowed to you know, want things from friendships and you deserve to feel a certain way after friendship. So if you feel that, you know, people in your life aren't serving you the way you deserve to be treated, you know, they aren't treating you the way you deserve to be treated and they're treating you less than what you are, then there's no point of being upset that you're not in their lives. Cause why would you want to be in the life of someone who's not treating you how you deserve, you know? So I think that if you're close enough with one of your workers, definitely say something, but don't let it bring you down because this happens to everyone. And it's totally normal and it'll work out. The last question I'm going to answer is how to not feel insecure compared to your friends around you. I feel like 
comparing like social comparison and just, you know, having this idea of having to look a certain way has really exploded recently, especially with social media, because we see all these girls on TikTok who are perfect, perfect. Like I'm, I'm doing quotations, even though you can't see me. And we're like, why can't we look like them? Right. And there's like filters on them or really good lighting or whatever. And they are still beautiful girls on TikTok, even if they have a filter on them or just good lighting, they are still beautiful. Right. But we compare ourselves to them because we're in bed scrolling through TikTok with acne patches on our face and our eyebrows aren't threaded and our hair's wet from the shower. And we're comparing ourselves to someone who has a full face of makeup on and probably record that video so many times before posting it. But when it comes to your friends, right? Cause when you see those people on social media, you can think that to yourself, like, Oh, they have filters. They have this, they have that, because we do the same things when we post. But when it comes to your friends that you see in real life and you compare yourself to them, I think it hurts a little bit more because you know what your friends look like in person. You know what your friends look like without makeup, you know, you know what they look like aside from their Instagram and aside from their social media. So comparing yourself to them, it's more of a realistic comparison. You're setting yourself to, you have to understand that everyone looks so, so, so different and you will never look like your friends, nor should you want to, right? You shouldn't, as beautiful as your friends are, I'm sure they're beautiful. I have beautiful friends too. You shouldn't want to look like them, okay? Because it's like, you are the only person that looks like yourself and you should appreciate that and take value in that. So for me personally, I've just like, you know, I've always been the person where I can't eat whatever I want. You know, if I eat something unhealthy or I don't work out, it shows, right? If I eat something unhealthy, my skin will break out. If I don't work out, I'll gain weight. Like things like that show on me very quick compared to the people around me. The people around me don't really break out. They don't really gain weight. And I feel like it can be kind of aggravating in a way because you're like, I'm taking such good care of myself, but it doesn't look like I am. And then my friends don't have to try and they're so beautiful, but it's like, that's not their fault. You know, it's, it's not your fault either. It's, it's no one's fault. That's just how they are. And I feel like we compare ourselves because we think we have to look a certain way or because like, for me personally, I'm like, I can't have acne at this age. So I compare myself to people who are my age and don't have acne, right? I'm not going to compare myself to people who are my age and have acne because that's not going to help my situation and give me another reason to complain. I'm going to talk about people who don't have acne and are my age. Cause I'm going to be like, that should be me. I shouldn't have acne, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, you're going to be surrounded by beautiful people your whole life, right? And it's just about how you kind of react to it and not allowing yourself to let it bring you down. I actually just talked about social comparison in one of my marketing classes and how it could either be used as a positive or negative. You can either see a very beautiful fit girl and be like, I want to take care of myself. So I look like the best version of myself, not so I look like her, but so I look like the best version of me. Okay, so we have a quick ad from our friends at Anchor. If you guys have heard me talk about how I started For You From Eve and how I started my podcast in such an easy and free way, I use Anchor. So Anchor was a really good way to record, edit, and distribute my podcast onto listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more streaming platforms. It's free. Like I said, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Don't forget to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode. And I feel like as a girl, comparing yourself to your girlfriends isn't that rare. I feel like it happens a lot, especially if you're like out and you're like, you know, your friends are getting hit on and you're not or something like that. I feel like we take little things like that and think to ourselves like, oh, that doesn't mean like that means I'm not as pretty as them and I'm not as good as them and all these things. But 
you know, if you're around friends who support you and make you feel beautiful, then I don't think you'll have these thoughts either. If you're around a supportive group of friends who, you know, cause there's going to be friends that want to get ready with you and do makeup and hair with you and want you to look pretty when you go out. And then there's going to be friends who want the opposite and want to look prettier than you. If you're around friends that want to just like look better than you and be better than you in those ways, then you're going to feel more down on yourself and you're going to compare yourself to them more. But if you're around friends who are supporting you and complimenting you and just like feeding you and showering you with compliments the same way that you do to them, you're going to feel more secure kind of in who you are. So I just feel like it also just depends who your friends are and how they value you and how you value your friendship with them. So that's kind of my advice with that and kind of just with being selfish in your own life. I hope this episode helped you. I know it was kind of a venti ranty episode. I feel like I ranted a lot this episode, but I also feel like there's just so much to talk about with these things, especially at this age. I think it's so important to kind of put your foot down and stand up for yourself and root for yourself. I feel like we don't root for ourselves enough and we root for the people around us, but we're never cheering ourselves on. So take this as your reminder. If you're listening to this podcast that you're allowed to be proud of yourself, self-care isn't selfish and you are a hundred percent. You deserve the life that you want to live, right? So Thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening on this For You Friday episode. I love recording For You Fridays. Follow me on Instagram at For You From Eve if you want to be a part of the next For You Friday series. On Wednesday, we'll be having a guest episode up, which is so exciting. That means I would have a guest episode every single Wednesday this month, which I love having guest episodes, but it's just kind of hard to find sometimes. I'm always opening opening your DMs. So if you have any recommendations on people you want on the show, definitely reach out to me. But thank you so much again for listening to this episode. I hope you have a safe and amazing weekend and I will talk to you on Wednesday.